Blog Talk Radio. Amen, amen. Uh, who do we have on? No, my wife is on. And then my kids on? Yes, I'm on. I'm on, you. too. I'm cooking. Yeah, I'll start on. All right. Let me turn my volume up. All right. Good deal. <clears throat> First of all, I want to say thank you, Lord, for another day that you raised up, raised us up on. Uh, I didn't get any news that any of my family um, was gone. I thank you, Lord, for raising us all up. Uh, thank you, Ella Oliver, for this platform. May God continue to bless you and your family to have an even broader bla- uh, platform. And, and may God continue to bless uh, your work. Uh, tonight, I think we are talking or doing two different things. I think one is scripture and one is a continuation of trivia. Bible trivia, Uh, I'm not sure, but I think that's the platform for tonight. Uh, I don't know which one we're going to do first, but I want to thank you, Father God, that we can do something. Um, So with that, I'm going to ask that somebody pray us in, and we can begin. Anybody? Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for another Thursday, Lord God. I thank you for another broadcast, Lord God. Continue to bless our minds and our hearts, Lord God. Um, bless those that are listening, Lord God. Let them get something out of um, either the word or the trivia or even just the words that we speak on tonight, Lord God. I just want to say thank you uh, for this opportunity, Lord God, and I just, just want to say thank you in Jesus Christ and I pray, amen. Amen, amen. All right. So uh, I think my daughter, my middle daughter, Vanessa, uh, does the trivia. And I think we're going to go ahead and I hope I'm right. Start with her. You know, we just start with the verse. You would do that, wouldn't you? Okay. And the verse came <laughs> Okay. From from Baby Girl. Well, actually, my this, verse, this verse actually, I, I, um, Vanessa came out of the blue, what, Tuesday Tuesday morning, and asked, what did we read? Um, we read um, we were, I think my husband, well, all of us read the word in the morning. And she just asked the question, like 7 o'clock in the morning, what did you guys read this morning? My husband said what he read, Vanessa said she read, and I said what I read. And it was so funny because baby girl came back, I think later on that day or the next day, and said the same scripture that I read, and she wasn't even it was the, the same day. exact day. Was it the it same was the exact same day? day? Yeah, okay. same day. Mm-hmm. And she didn't even know, and she because we wasn't on the phone. It was just my husband and I, and and I, my middle daughter, and baby girl came back and 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 put it on the on our family group chat. 
And I'm like, wow, we need to talk about this on um, Thursday night. But anyway, baby girl, you want to go ahead and read what you sent on the group chat? I sure can. Hold on, I'm cooking, y'all. My hands still dirty. Do well, you want somebody else to read it? No, I got it. It's right here. Okay. So, um, I sent this verse. I said verse of the day. Philippians 2 and 14 through 16. 14. Do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure. Children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation, then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. Amen. Amen. Did you guys want to talk about? The verse before we break it down, or what did you get out of it before we go into it? I know. For me, it just confirmed that everything that I, it's not even a, a saying of everything that I do, but everything that is done by me is out of love and purity. And it's not going the vein. If I feel like nobody sees it, nobody knows it. Like, you know what I'm saying? God knows it's in the book. So I'm going to just keep doing me. I love that you said that. Like, that's a good, the part of it's in the book. Like, are you talking about, like, like just God's book of our records of us? Is that what you're saying? Like, God's yeah, book? It's, it's written. Mm-hmm. It's written. Like, he got it. He knows what I'm doing. Like, even if nobody else sees it, it's in the book. I'll start saying that. Like, it's in the book. <laughs> like, that goes for good and bad because of, but since we're focusing on the good, like, it's in the book. I love that. I love that. Well, the bad is in the book, too. But one thing about the bag, we can repent. No, you can't focus mm-hmm. on it, but you have to mention it because if it's if, if it's some bad, you have to repent, and we have to we have to mention it, and we have not focus on it, but mention. You know, if you did slip up or something happened, repent quickly, and repent means don't keep doing the same thing over and over. Turn away from it. Got you. You got me. Mhm. Okay, I wanted to um, add, um, when I read it, I read it in a, uh, the message version. I just wanted to share it, too. Also, that was King James that you was reading out of? No, she didn't read out the King James. Go ahead, Vanessa. Okay. I have the message version. It says, do everything readily, ready, readily and cheerfully. No bickering, no second-guessing allowed. Go out into the world uncorrupted, a breath of fresh air in this polluted society. Provide people with a glimpse of good living and of living in the sorry. Provide people with a glimpse of good living and of the living God. Carry the light giving message into the night so I'll have a good cause. So I'll have good cause to be proud of you on the day Christ returns. You'll be living proof that I didn't go 
to all this work for nothing. Um, I love what I love all of this, but the part I really just like I don't know. It says go into the world uncorrupted, a breath of fresh air in this polluted society. Like be that light, be that breath of fresh air, be that something that like. Somebody comes across and they're just like, oh, my goodness, like, what is it about them? And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just have God just springing off of us. Like, that's how we should be is that, like, somebody sees us and they just see, like, it's something different about them. They see that light, you know, in this world that is polluted. It's a lot going on. It's a lot of negativity. When somebody comes to you and, like, what does that look like? Like, if somebody comes to you for conversation, like, they know they're going to get an encouraging message. Or even if it's just somebody to talk to, even if it's just, like, catching up, they're not, like, you know what I'm saying? They're just looking forward to that conversation with you. They know they can get maybe something encouraging. Or even if it's not necessarily just all positive and, and, and you know what I'm saying, like, everybody has personality types. So even if you're not happy-go-lucky and just so chippery, you're still, like, a good vibe. Like, you're still – Somebody can still come to you and just be like, they know that they're just going to get some good energy from you, a good vibe, just a good message, you know, just something good coming from you. And that's how we should, you know what I'm saying, represent, like Asha was saying, being that love on earth, representing that love, like, you know what I'm saying? So I love that, be a, a breath of fresh air in this polluted society, that's so important. It says provide people with a glimpse of good living, like, even if they just get, like, you know what I'm saying, a glimpse of that good living, a, a glimpse of, of what it looks to live with God, that's what they should find in us. You know what I'm saying? And then it says, carry the light-giving message into the night. We should be that light, like Mommy be saying, to this dying world. Like, the world is dying every day. We should be that light and carrying that message. It says, so I'll have good cause to be proud of you on the day that Christ returns, but I'll you know what I'm saying? I want to be proud. God wants to be proud. He just wants to be proud of us. You'll be living proof that I didn't go to all this work for nothing. Jesus didn't sacrifice, you know what I'm saying, be a sacrifice for no reason. We are the living proof that he did it for me. He saved me. I'm saved. I'm I'm walking with God. I'm walking with Christ. I allowed him to renew my mind. I allowed him to, to purify my heart. Me, I am the proof of that. Look at me. Especially people people that may used to, you know, kick it with me or see me in school or see me here and there, they know that there's something different about her now. You know what I'm saying? We are the living proof that Jesus didn't go through all of that for nothing. He saved somebody, and we should be the somebody that has been saved. So, yeah, that's my, that's my, yeah. Okay. Well, I just I took some notes. Um I forgot what we had talked about after we had talked. I, I didn't write it down. We were just flowing. But I didn't write it down. But I did write some notes this, um, this evening. And um, what, I, what I wrote was, how are you living when nobody's looking? Or what, what are you doing when nobody's around? Ask God to help you to do what is right and pleasing in his eyes. Your desires will change when you start walking with Christ. What does Christ look like in your church, house, or job? Do you wear him well or nobody knows or can see Christ in you? Because you're, because you're 
acting like them, are you effective? Are you an effective witness or an infected witness? So those were my notes from um, from the verses. We have to be more effective instead of infectious. Um, it goes back to a conversation that I had yesterday, um, and Vanessa and Asha was there, and I thank God. We have to hang around people that's going to hold us accountable. Because when people say, well, they took me out of my character, that shouldn't even be your character for them to even take you out of. So we need to start watching what we say, how we say it. And I'm speaking to myself because I was on the phone with somebody I've never had a conversation with, and they just were just going in. It's like we're just having a conversation. And but guess what? I went in right with her. I feel like and, that's why it's important for us to always be thinking as much as we can, because it is hard. But because not being is it like not having a carnal mind? That's what it is like. Not thinking of this world, not thinking what our flesh like. We have to be walking in spirit as much as we can to really see that this is could be this could be a test, and I. This reminds me of a, my friend, right, today. She's been having problems with her apartment complex, and she was supposed to move into her new apartment today. She's been, my, her apartment complex has been knowing about this for weeks, and they've been giving her, what's the word? I can't say that. She, they've been giving her um, problems. <laughs> they've been giving her problems, like, all week. Today she's supposed to move in. She has her key ready. She has the people there to come mount her TV on her new apart, in her new apartment, everything. And they're like, you know, oh, well, we have to wait till so-and-so comes back into the office in order to help you, da 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 My dad didn't know when it's the point is I was on the phone with her. And she came out, she she calmed, she, 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 you know what I'm saying, walked away from the situation. Mind you, she began tested all week. She walked away from the situation. She got in her car. She told me, she was like, I want to run my car <laughs> into this building right now. But she breathed. She calmed down. I was talking to her. We was talking through it. They ended up calling her back and saying, you know, like, actually, you know, you can come back in in 10, 15 minutes. We're going to actually give you your key to your other apartment. Imagine if she would have felt that, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I heard it. And they were, you know, giving her a runaround, talking to her side. You know what I'm saying? Imagine she would have failed her test. What if it, all of it is just a test? I say all of that to say that if we're thinking spiritually, and and thinking thinking before we speak, we can see things for what they really are before we get our hands on them. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? I feel like this is testing me. I got to watch how I react because, you know what I'm saying, they're holding the key to my part. They could literally, you know what I'm saying? So point is, is that you got to think spiritually in situations and things can just be a test to see how you're going to react. Are you still stuck on level five? Why are you still stuck on level five? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And you're going to keep going through the same test until you pass it. Because mm-hmm. we are continuing, we're learning continually. We continually mm-hmm. learn where we should be anyway. And before I, I can even get off the phone or even finish the conversation, you know, I'm like, oh, you know what, ma'am, you're right. Yeah. I just started agreeing with her because it wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't, the conversation was not literally going anywhere. Not going anywhere. So I just had to bow down, humble myself, humble myself, and say, "Yes, ma'am. You know what? You're right. 
Even if she was wrong in two left shoes, it don't matter. It don't matter. We don't always don't we don't always have to be right. We don't always have to prove our point. We all we don't always have to say what we want to say or gotta say it or just you just had to say it. No. No, you don't. And I just I had to I really had to bite, bite, uh, catch a bubble. And you'll say, yeah, ma'am, you're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it's not about who, it's not, I, when I'm, I have those conversations with people, it's not really about who's right or wrong. It's just she's trying to explain something that I don't agree with. So it's not that she was wrong or I was right or I was right and she was wrong. She's trying to express something that she's trying to get a, a point across that I just did not agree with. And guess what? There's nothing wrong with disagreeing. But you don't have to make a whole argument or go back and forth about it if you don't if you don't agree with something. You just don't agree. Because at the end of the day, what? I mean, she don't have a heaven and hell to put me in, and I don't have one to put her in. So a lot of times we don't have to speak our peace. Just let our light shine. You know, be quiet. And I'm learning to do that. I am, I mean, and I can't even say it's hard. It's not even hard to do. It's hard for me to, it's more harder for me um, to let somebody say a whole bunch of stuff without me butting in, if that makes sense. Instead of just letting somebody just, go on for 20 minutes about the same thing. That just irritates me. I, it just, it's like, okay, <laughs> that's more of a challenge for me than being right or wrong. But, yeah, but anyway, it's, we just have to let our light shine. We just have to be, you know, effective and not infectious. So let's be mm-hmm. more effective witnesses and not infecting others with our attitudes or the way that we think or the way that we are or whatever, whatever. And if you know, we should we should be we should be striving to be like Christ every day. And have people around you, like I said, that's gonna hold you accountable for whatever. Or to praise you when you do do good. Or to mm-hmm. pat you on your back or not looking for a pat on the back or praise, but just having people around you, you know, to to hold you to the standards that you're supposed to be at or Amen. should be at. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So uh, not that I'm perfect, but I have been telling you for a long time, let people talk. And then they'll, they'll talk their way into a situation, and they'll talk their way out of a situation as long as we don't intervene. Because they'll see what they're doing wrong, and they'll talk themselves out of it. I've been saying that for a long time, and I, I try to do that myself. But um, we just have to humble ourselves. This, this is a great chapter, uh, Philippians 2, which is wrote by uh, Apostle Paul, and and one of the verses above where we read um, in verse, I think it's Philippians 2 and 5, 
Paul says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So in our day-to-day walk, if we would think about Christ, if we would think about God, and the question that's been asked for years, what would you do? We have to let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, he was still part of God. He was still God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He has the authority. But in verse 7, it says, but made himself of no reputation, even though he had the authority Mm. to do so but made of himself no reputation mm-hmm. re- uh, reputation, and took upon him the form as a servant and was made in the likeness of man. Mm-hmm. So, so where he found himself, where God placed his son Jesus was in the human form as we are and humbled himself as a servant because he was found to be in the flesh. Mm-hmm. We're in the flesh every day because that's how we're born. But if we let this mind be in us, which was in Christ Jesus, we can humble ourselves against the conversations we have with people, the things we do with people, for people, against people. If we let this mind be in us, it's hard to do. I promise you it's hard to do. And I'm trying, me, myself, personally, I'm trying to get better at doing just that. It's hard to do because what gets involved is our emotions. And like my wife said earlier, just listening to a person talk without saying something, it kind of, it kind of, my wife can't do that. And, and she can agree or disagree. I would she have said that. that. You ain't got to beat me over the head. I would have said I'm, I'm speaking to that, sweetie. Okay. She can't do that. And it's not just her. It's all of us. We just can't do that. But if we practice to listen, that means giving somebody a chance, even though they may start off wrong. As they're talking, their conversation from themselves should turn into something positive because they hear themselves. And they see you not trying to put up a fight or put up resistance to what they're saying. So let people say what they're going to say. If they get to a point where they're condemning themselves, then you try to intervene and put them on a positive track, if that mean any, if that makes any sense, all right? So verse 9 in Luke 2, I mean, uh, Philippians 2, wherefore God hath God have also have highly exalted him and given him a name which is above. So God is looking for us to be in a position where he can use us, and on the back end, the reward for us is to exalt us. And it's a lot of us that are, have not been exalted because we don't get to that point. We have to intervene. We have to do this, that, and the other. We have to say our part. Let's, let's humble ourselves and let people either be committed or decommitted by the conversation they have at the end of their, their conversation, if that make any sense. Mhm. Keep reading. Mhm. You can't just stop there. Huh? Keep reading. 
I am. I'm looking for comments. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just looking for comments. So in verse 9 of Philippians 2, and being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. He went out believing in his father. He went out and believing and being humble. And if you read the scriptures about what the apostles say about Jesus Christ, he was humble to his death, all right? Wherefore, if God have all have also highly exalted him and given a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, of things in heaven, of things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not in as in my presence only, but also, but oh, 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 yeah, yeah. See, this is Paul talking to the Philippian church. <laughs> Wherefore. My beloved, as ye have always obeyed. See, and a lot of us can get that said to us, always obeyed. Not as in my presence only, not when you only at church, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So that is our work, to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling, meaning fear of God, that if we can't do it, and we know how to do it, and we don't do it. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, knowing who God is, right? That's my words, knowing who God is. For it it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. You know, and so we get in situations, we we have conversations, we have arguments, we have uh, places that we're in, or, or... that, that we don't even know God is working in us for for his good because our emotions. For it is God who works in you both to will and do of his good pleasure. And and we want to set the and we hmm, we want to set the narrative straight by what we think. But if we would humble ourselves, listen to the person Listen to the conversation. Be aware of the situation, meaning being humble. God can speak to us even if we're even if we're being spoke at in a harsh way. We're not listening to the conversation of the other, but we're trying to comprehend the conversation of God to give to the other. If that make any sense? If that make any sense? So our scripture tonight started at Philippians 2 and 14. Do all things without murmuring and disputing. Somebody break that down, what that means. What else? What is it, clapping back or complaining and always deciding? Don't, don't even go don't even go into a situation having a mindset that you might have to have a clap back. Don't even think about a clap back as you're in the conversation. What 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 y'all say, a clap back? Yeah. If you feel like you're being spoke to the wrong way, oh I got I got something for that here. Okay, I got you. The new generation. Clap back. 
<laughs> Do all things without murmuring and disputing. You know how you have an argument with somebody and they say something under their breath and you stop what you say and you say, what you say? That's mm-hmm. murmuring. That's murmuring. <clears throat> and disputing is, okay, they told you the truth, but you're disputing against it. You don't even want to accept because of how, what? Your emotions won't let you accept that to be humble. Somebody told you the truth in an argument, but you can't accept it. Right. Right? So do all things without murmuring and disputing. Verse 15, that you may be blameless and harmless. Oh, my God. Blameless and harmless when God opens up the books at the end of time that he has to read what the things we have done in our body. Right? That you may be harmless, I mean, blameless and harmless, the sons of God, which he wants us all to be, without rebuke. Without rebuke from who? Without rebuke from God. In the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. What do we mean by that? In the world that we live in now. There's so many evil things going on right now. It's hard to believe that somebody can go into a school and shoot 19 kids and, and three teachers. It's hard to believe that somebody can have a backpack on and go into a parade and then uh, ignite it and kill, you know, people. It's hard to believe that. So, so, so in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, homosexuality, lesbianism, adulteration, all that stuff, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, when we get... So in this world that we're presently living in, there's so much evil, there's so much going on, there's so many conversations, there's so many teachings that are false, there's so many things going on, but as we appear in any situation, we should be lights in the world. Mm-hmm. It should be that if a conversation is going on and you woke up, that conversation stopped and you get looked at. Hey, man, there's something about you. Hey, hey, there's something about you, uh, lady. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. That conversation should cease. A long time ago when preachers used to come around people and they were doing something wrong, they would stop it and say, how you doing, Reverend? How you doing, minister? How you doing, preacher? Now a preacher that is known to be a preacher can walk into a situation and the situation just keep going and somehow try to add the preacher or the, the minister into it. We're in a perverse nation situation right now to where evil is trying to abound more and more and do what it can do until evil is stopped. Evil knows that it has a certain amount of time, meaning the devil, and his time is short. We don't know, I cannot say, when Jesus is coming back. But as things are getting more eviler and more worse than as they are right now, it's got to be soon. Things are ramping up at a pace right now to where you just shake your head at what happens and what you hear on the news. And, and my wife, she get up and I turn the news on every morning. My wife get up. She said, "Why do you listen to that all the time? All it is is bad stuff." Well, I, I just want to know bad stuff that's going on. <laughs> just because I have to go in that area today, mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. I want to be aware. 
you know. So it, it, it's not that I look for, for evil to be done. I just want to – it just builds me to a point where there's more evil than there's good that seems to be right now. Anybody else? Mm-mm. I'm doing good. So, so when we do get in those situations, when we walk into a situation where there's just so much evil going on, or something that's not of God going on, we want to go to verse uh, Philippians two and fifteen, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse situation, uh, and among whom you should shine as lights in the world. So, verse sixteen. Holding forth wait, wait, the wait. word oh, of oh. life. I, I know what I wanted to say. If we, if we're supposed to be lights, a lot of people don't like going in dark places, right? Well, uh, that's that's controversial because you right now well, in the when world I we say live dark in, places, there's a lot of that do love to go in dark places. Okay. Saints of God, family members, they don't want to go to family reunions. They don't want to go to weddings. They don't want to, you know, go here, go there. Places where you can let, can let your light shine. The the point of, the, of what I'm trying to say is why not go around those, um, the people, that, um, your family. I didn't say your family. Your friends, your, your, your families, your friends or whoever. Okay, you don't have to stay at the party. You don't have to stay at the wedding. You don't have to stay at the after party but sh- or, or stay at the family reunion. Show your faith. Show your respect. Show Christ-like. Let your light shine in darkness. How could your light shine in darkness if you ain't going in there? And I'm not talking about going in the clubs and parties. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about around family, around um, the dark place, your job, you know, there's nothing wrong with you going to sit down with a, with somebody that don't nobody like. What's wrong with you sitting down um, talking to them? Let your light shine where where there's dark. I'm talking when I say dark, I'm talking about somebody's heart. Let your light shine and or touch their heart with with your with your gentleness, with your kindness. Okay, we're so quick to to judge people, point fingers, don't want to be bothered with people, cut people off. Let's go around the dark places in our jobs, in our, you know, in our churches or in our, in our homes, around family members, even family reunions. People don't even want to go to the family reunions because such and such go be, yes, and I'm one of them. Okay, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. We should let our light so shine wherever we go. The grocery stores, wherever. Wherever the dark place is, that's the dark place. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about other other places. Anyway, where you shouldn't be going. So, so before Vanessa and I'll just say anything. So, how do, how do we how do we turn on that light and how do we have that light to shine if what Apostle Paul is saying in, in this chapter 
do all things without murmuring and disputing. So what he is actually saying is that even if you're in a conversation and somebody's talking, you're either murmuring while they're talking or disputing, waiting to say something to dispute what they're saying, or after the conversation is over, you're with somebody else and you're murmuring and disputing to the person you're telling the story to. So, yes, we should let our light shine uh, while we have the energy to do so. But we cannot be opposite of that and try to use that in verse 14, do all things without murmuring and disputing when we want to if that makes any sense. We have to diligently strive to be that way 100%. Uh, we, can't, we can't, and I'm talking to everybody, we can't have a situation outside of the home and come home and speak to those in our homes Um about what somebody should have did or shouldn't do, or murmuring about what they said or disputing what they said without settling the situation, talking to the person personally while we had this the situation ongoing. We have to be careful that we don't commit ourselves to hell being a hypocrite. That's for everybody listening. Um, we have to take advantage. So, so we have to take advantage of the situation that God placed us in with a person that totally disagrees with what you believe. We have to take advantage of the situation where God has placed us. That's what Apostle Paul is talking about. Apostle Paul is saying, I ain't even got to be with you. But what I have taught you and preached to you, you are taking and running with it, and I'm hearing the repercussions of it from people that was in a situation that heard you speak to somebody. I saw and heard that you've done good. So how do we get to that state in our lives to be that type of person? How do we get there? The question is answered in this. We practice daily. We remember that... This was the mind that Christ wanted us to be in like he was when he found himself in the fashion of a man, and he humbled himself. At the same time, he had all power to change any situation, but he humbled himself to be in the situation or the conversation with each person that he ran across. So we have to be careful. We got to continue to practice to be better every day. We are not perfect yet. The only time we become perfect is when we die. So while we're living, we have to practice hostile situations that we find ourselves in to not be murmuring or disputing, but listening and hearing the word of God that he gives us in those situations to say something to that person, right? Not that we're going to change that person because it's not us that does that. 
But if that person has a repenting heart somewhere in their body, God can send the Holy Spirit to change their mind and what they were disputing about or talking about in the first place. So that's one thing, that's one key we have to think of. We can't change nobody. We're talking about letting our life shine. We, we, yeah, <laughs> we, we can't change nobody. But what, we can do, what we can do is be a vessel for God to use us even if we get cussed out at the same time. And, you know, some of us, we, you know, we get cussed out, or we, we go on to a different level. We couldn't we, we do something else. And we apologize later on. That's what we need to get I, away from. I feel like to, um, to like kind of piggyback what you're asking, like how can we let our light shine in these situations? One thing I'm learning to do, learning to do, <laughs> is when I feel my body responding to something, I step back. That's when I realize within myself is when I personally am about to go off or I'm about to do something I know I'm going to regret is when my body starts to respond. Because, you know, like, you can start to feel yourself getting upset in your body and then your words follow, your mind will follow. But your body will let you know, like, I don't really like this conversation. I ain't really feeling this. Like, you'll begin to feel it. So when I feel myself get emotional, that's really what it is, is your body, like you're getting, it's about, your body starts to feel something, then your emotions come next, and then you're, you know what I'm saying, then you start to say stuff. So when I feel those emotions coming, anything that I don't want to feel, I have to step back. And how mommy, she ended up later on, end up getting into that place of like, I'm just using you, mommy. That's the only reason why I'm saying it, because you said it. But in your example, how later on in it, you ended up saying like, you know what, you're right, you got it. Okay, you know, like, that. sometimes once you try to say your point and the other person is not budging, you have to step back. Like, okay, you know what, all right, just so you won't lose your peace, you won't lose your witness if you did have that, like Daddy was just saying of God, like the Holy Spirit can end up changing their mind in the middle of the situation. You got to keep that door available and open. If you went off, if you go off back or get hostile back, that door is now, I won't say it's shut because God can do anything. No, that, but that door is closed. No, it's not. She called well, yeah. back to, uh, today and wanted, she wanted an a, a interview. She wanted um, I mean, no, to then, um, do a I'm tour not saying on Saturday. That, that example, that part wasn't but for you because you didn't go off open. on her. You didn't, right. you didn't go off no. on her. That wasn't, uh, right, so that wasn't, no, that part, wasn't. I wasn't saying that part for you. Well, I'm just saying but, if, yeah, if the situation was that you ended up going off, because you calmed, I said that you calmed down. Like, you ended up calming down, mm-hmm. simmering down. Luckily, we were, I don't know how it would have went if we wasn't there. But we can't say what, who, what, where, when, and how we were. So you, you calm down, you relax in the middle of the situation. You get, you know, you're right. Yes, you know, okay, ma'am. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You came back to a common ground, which is good. But I'm saying if it would have went the other way, I, I I was about to say you can, I can't say that it's over with. Daddy said it's over with, but I'm just saying that that door is shut. So one thing that I've been learning to do, learning like I said, because I'm not all the way there yet, but I am learning is that when I feel my body start to respond and I'm starting to get like riled up a little bit, and I get emotion, I feel that emotion starting to build. But that comes with self awareness. I know where this is going. I've been in this situation too many times to keep failing this test. When you have the self-awareness to know that I have a problem with getting hot and going off, 
you got to be able in real time to step outside of your body and watch how you're reacting to that situation. So that's what I'm learning how to do is be like, okay, Vanessa, you know where this is going. You know how you get. You know what this feeling feels like. You felt this a thousand times. What are you about to do? You got to step outside of your body in real time when you have these type of problems or you'll be in a place of self-reflection. I'm great at self-reflection. After the situation is over, I'm great at that. I'm great at looking back and saying what I could have done. I'm great at looking back and saying I could have did this right, I could have did that right. That's I'm perfect at self-reflection. The damage is already done. Self-reflection only goes so far. What are you going to do in the situation? You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So what's helping me is stepping outside of myself when I feel that body that my body gets to responding. Okay, Vanessa, what are we about to do? We got to make a different turn. We can't keep going to the left. How are we going to steer so, right? So, hey, so Nani, how, how good does it feel to know that you knew something was coming? You knew where this conversation was going, but you humbled yourself. And when mm-hmm. you got home, you thought about the situation, and it, and 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 it and it, it it was good because how you handled yes. yourself, the situation right. was handled. Yeah, it feels and really see, good. To, see, that's when you know it, that you're growing. That's when you can have a, that, play, that, a growth moment with yourself. It's true growth. That's why I said it's self. You have to have self-awareness in these moments, and that's how you can know it's true growth when you can look and be like, you know what? I actually did better in that situation. Not Growth is not – I can't say it's not because some people oh, – I can't mm, – let me let – me. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with self-reflection because that's a great first step. Have, being able to look back and say, you know what, I could have did this better. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. That's a great place to be in. But the next step, if you found yourself in a place of self-reflection for about a year, two years, three years, you just keep self-reflecting of what you could have did better, it's time to go to your next <laughs> step, just being very honest. It's time to get to the next yeah. step. Self-reflection is great, a great first step. But as, as you know, get up off that milk, <laughs> let's get to the meat. You got to be able in real life time to make different decisions, not just keep self-reflecting. Like the, the milk part is great. That's great. But the next step is in the moment, what are you going to do different now? Yeah, so, 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 oh, my God. So, oh, I could say so, so, so all night. So, so, so based on your maturity, I know where I'm at. Your mama know where she's at. Based on your maturity, is it hard for you to say, you know what, you're right? Is it hard for you to say, you know, something positive in a negative situation? It shouldn't be. I'm it, it shouldn't be hard. It's hard right. to do. It's hold on. It's hard to do when emotions are still involved. So right, if we will hold right. back our. Yep if we will hold back our emotions because, uh, you know, we're, we're to all three of us, even Andre, are at the age right now, we don't been through so much stuff. We don't have so many conversations. We don't have so many situations with people that we know where we went in those conversations and we know the outcome of what happened. We are at a stage right now in our life that we know that if we look back, like you said, Vanessa, and handle it differently, it could have been different. Now we're at a stage in our lives where, you know what, let me bite my tongue. As my wife would say, let me catch a bubble. And it's, 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 let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus caught bubbles. 
He caught so many bubbles we can't count them. And he had all authority to send everybody he wanted to hell at that time. Right? So we have to have we have to have the mind of Christ. Catch a bubble, even though somebody just got off on you, even though somebody took advantage of you, even though somebody tried or thought they put look, thought they put you in your place in front of a thousand people. Catch a bubble so that you can Recognize if God is saying something to you to say to that person in that situation. We are at the age right now to where we should be suffocating on bubbles. We are. We really are. And regardless of a person's past history with you, and they come to you and they go sidetracked, or they come and sticking you on your side, or whatever, whatever, we still need to catch a bubble. How many people came at Jesus Christ in the last week of his life walking this earth and wanted to crucify and kill him, and he caught the bubble? He also said on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's good. When he had the authority to come off the cross, which we don't have, the authority to come in the situation and put somebody somewhere they don't need to be. He had the authority to come off the cross mm. and condemn the whole world. But God made a plan through his son that if you don't do this, I can't save nobody. And Jesus Christ took on him the likeness of a man and humbled himself as a servant and died on the cross that we could be, cause that we could come back to God. Jesus Christ did that, but he had the authority not to do it. So we have to have the mind of Christ, which is in this chapter. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We have mm-hmm. to do that. We can't do it overnight. Nobody can, but if we practice it, if we know a situation is going foul, if we know it ain't going right, and you feel up, that's when you catch the bubble. It don't matter if somebody puts you down to where everybody in the world laughs at you. Don't worry about that. Catch the bubble. And while you're swallowing that bubble, put something in your heart and mind to say to that person. That have changed the whole situation. And just remember this. If one is saved by what we can say, we're good to go. The angels in heaven are praising God. I give them praise for that situation. So, again, we're, the life that we're living now, the world that we're living in right now, is so evil. There's so many things going on. It's, it's, it's comfortable, comfortable for people to be in that situation and move with the crowd. You ain't part of the crowd. That ain't your crowd. Well, you shouldn't be comfortable in it. And you shouldn't be comfortable in it. That ain't your crowd. But we don't enforce our word. We just, you know, pull somebody to say, hey, bro, let me talk to you. Hey, sister, let me talk to you for a minute. That's how we do that. We don't just end the crowd of the confusion or the evil that's going to aid and just start hollering out. 
and embarrass somebody, they're not ready to catch a bubble like you caught the bubble. But what we do, hey, let me let me holler at you for a minute. Let me take you to lunch and have that conversation. That's how we do that. But we can't holler above the evil. Our word don't mean nothing. Only God's words mean something over evil. Our word don't mean nothing. But we we can, we can catch that person by the elbow that's in the midst of that evil. Say, let me holler at you. Let me tell you something right quick. Give our testimony where we was at, where we at now, and where we trying to go. That's all I got. No, read 15. I mean, 16. Huh? You can read 16. I did read 16. Did you? Oh, I'm sorry. Holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. That's Apostle Paul telling the Philippian church that he preached to and that he was teaching to, uh, that my labor ain't in vain in what I preach and taught you. And that's what I'm saying right now. You know, mm-hmm. do what you know. Do what's right. I don't care how much the situation puts you down and points a finger at you. Catch a bubble. Because you ought to know in your walk where you're at. You ought to know in your maturity where you're at. It shouldn't matter what somebody say about you that your emotions would come out of you and be like them. It shouldn't matter. Again, we have to answer to the things done in our body. When the books are open, when we have to stand before God on judgment day, right? We can eliminate a lot of things we got to explain. We can eliminate a lot of things that he won't bring up. We can eliminate uh, our condemnation from God. But the one thing I know for sure, that if you believe in the name of Jesus Christ and you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, all that you have done to that point is forgiven. Now, the teachings come after that, that you live for Christ now, and you learn his word to be humble and to be have the mind of Christ to be humble toward his people. See, so you still got a journey and things to do. Just because you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior don't mean it stops right there. Now you're converted. Now you realize something ain't right. Now you realize you got to do something because it's in you to praise somebody, which is Jesus Christ. And he can only accept praise in the work that you do. So now you, you're on a mission. Now you're on a mission to do the work of the Lord. And how can you do the work of the Lord if your emotions are always going to contemplate where you're going to end up in life, heaven or hell? Get your emotions out of your life right now. Your emotions, you know where your emotions belong? In love. In, in your eagerness to, to love somebody. Those emotions are what's needed right now. Not Emotions that are triggered from old times before you knew Christ, that you would have an argument to either murder somebody or argue with somebody or cut somebody out or put somebody down because you feel hurt. Let your hurt. Mm. Jesus was hurt so much on the, before he was put on the cross. 
that he was unrecognizable with the whips that they used on his body, that pulled away flesh from his body, right? Keep in mind what he went through. His emotions didn't kick in to hate somebody or to do something to somebody or whatever. His emotions kicked in because my father loves me, and this is what he wants me to do, to save you and me. And he did that, and he was highly exalted and given a name which is above every name. That at the mm, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Just re, just try to remember that we're not perfect. We're not 100%. Everything ain't going to always go right. But when it don't go right, catch a bubble because it can go wrong by what you do. Just catch a bubble. We're at 7.57 p.m., it's going to end in three minutes. Anybody got any, I'm sorry I, I, I talked so much, but anybody got anything to say, do that now. Yes, you just, you testified for me because I went through something like that, so similar, like literally spot on, to where I could have done something in a situation before the situation even happened, like seconds before, but I didn't. I caught my bubble. I caught my hand. You know what I'm saying? The situation could have been ten times worse than however I felt it was. But because I already had that bubble, because I already had that anointing over me, because I already prayed over the room I was in, I was already covered. I already, I don't know. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I just want to extend Christ to anybody that don't know him. Um, get to know him. When I tell you it's the best thing that could have ever happened to me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, this is not a cliche for me. I, it's, this is truth. I don't know where I'd be if it wasn't for Christ. For real, for real. I don't know where I would be. You can experience the same thing that I've, I'm experiencing, my family's experiencing. This is and I'm not just saying this. My family has been through so much hell in the last, since what, 2014? I mean, I'm talking about back to back to back to back to back. If it had not been for Christ on our side, I don't know where I would be. I really don't. And you can have the same experience. Even, I mean, conflicts, um, misunderstandings, um, it, I mean, he's just in the middle of all of it, and he keeps showing us just this week alone. I'm just talking about this week. He's been showing up in everything that we do. Not just not me, my daughters, my sons, my husband. It's just been, it's just been, just God, and he's everywhere. Jesus loves us so much. And guess what? He loves you too. He loves you too. But I just extend the invitation to you, you know, to get to know him. Love him. Let him love on you. Even if you don't love yourself, let him love on you. Just ask him, Lord, if you will, just show me you this week or tonight or whenever. He'll show you. He'll show you. His, you I'm telling you, he's such a gentleman, but you have to ask him in. He's not just going to just bogart and just take over your life if you don't want him to. You have to want him. 
to come in. And if you hear him knocking at the doors of your heart, ask him to come in your heart. Show you what to do. Order your steps every day. Ask him to open the doors that can't be opened and tell him to shut the doors that, that, that need to be shut. And he will. He will. Just ask him in. Lord, I'm sorry. Let him know. You're sorry for the sins that you committed. And nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. But when you repent, ask God to forgive you and, and don't do it again. Try your best not to go back in the same thing he's delivered you from. Because I'm telling you, if he delivers you from something and you go back to it, it's going to be worse to come out. But once he delivers you from it, or from uh, from it, from from it, I mean, whatever it is, whatever your it is, whatever you, he delivers you from, just ask him for the strength to stay away from whatever it is. And just ask him, Lord, I'm sorry for the sins I committed. Come into my heart. I believe that you died and you rose on that third day. That's it. That's it. And ask him to just help you. And he will. Go ahead, Tim. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're going to end tonight before we get the show ends automatically. Um, Oh, Vanessa, can you pray us out, please? Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for a great segment. Thank you for a great episode. Thank you for a great atmosphere that you set, um, God, for us to be able to talk and um, speak of you, God, and bring people into that light that you have given us, God. Introduce them to that light if they don't even know about it, God, that you've given to the world. Um, God, the gift that you've given to the world, Lord. Um, I pray that anybody's heart that was pricked to be able to meet that light, um, I pray that um, they prayed the prayer that my mom said of just ask, believing in you, believing in who you are, and asking you to just come into their heart, God. And I pray that after this, that you water that seed that has been planted, God. I pray that the seed falls in good soil today, God, so that it can grow. And I pray that they um, get into their words so that that seed can grow and become fruitful. Um, I thank you. I praise you. Um, and I pray that we all just move forward with our best foot forward so that we can continue to seek your face, God, and see you on the day that you return or the, the day that we die. So I thank you. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus name, amen. Amen, amen. Also, I want to, I want to, I want to re-mention Elder Oliver and Chaos Walk Talk Radio for this platform. Thank you, sir. May God continue to do uh, good things in your life and give you an even broader platform, sir. May God bless you and your family. And God, may you bless my family. Great show tonight, guys. Love you. Amen. Amen. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.